Hello, welcome to Great American Movie Review. Joining me again and with Hannah. What's up? For another mini review for David Fincher's latest film on Netflix, The Killer. The Killer follows a meticulous hitman after a job goes wrong. It's a pretty simple premise, honestly. Um, the killer here, the main character that you're following, is played by Michael Fassbender in his first role since 2019. I've always liked Michael Fassbender, and he was all over the 2010s, so it's been kind of weird not seeing him in anything since Dark Phoenix, of all things. But it's uh, he's a welcome screen presence here leading this movie. And yeah, like I said, it's a very simple movie. The tagline for it is it's execution is everything and i really think that applies to the philosophy behind the filmmaking here um but i this was one that i really enjoyed watching for sure we actually we watched it twice the mm -hmm. first time i was still needing to like go back and just really follow along because the movie doesn't like spell out what's happening like i said it's a simple plot but it's not in your face about the details it's so good <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah hannah what do you think of it generally yeah oh my gosh um you and i both talked about how at the beginning of the film um he's like he's narrating but we would both watch this if it were completely silent because Absolutely. it is so captivating like it is it is like you said the execution is everything and that is really done in the film process itself like it is it right. is an excellent movie it's a shame that it's not in theaters yes it is definitely one of those that i wish i could see on a big screen but it being at home means i could watch it twice with ease i guess so there's advantages there but yeah i do wish i was able to see this on a big screen oh and hear it and hear it the sound is great um, kiss. not a surprise um this is from director david fincher who is most known for the social network fight club seven just so many films and he is known as just like this perfectionist he'll do take after take after take to get the shot and the performances that he wants exactly the way he wants it and this movie feels really self-referential and even self-deprecating in some ways to his own obsessive perfectionist style and I think that kind of like Wes Anderson's film earlier this year, Asteroid City, it's almost like just so taking those stylistic aspects and making the whole movie really feeding into that and thematically too. I love that we have people like Fincher because so many directors don't really want to make modern movies. And I think that it's important that we get filmmakers like Fincher to make something that is completely modern set in our world. Because as stylish as this movie is in its execution, it's not like a John Wick where it's almost a fantasy reality. Mm -hmm. It very much feels like intentionally set in our world with the way it incorporates product placement and branding and stuff within the movie kind of lends this weird kind of almost brings a stark reality to this underbelly of society that is focused on with these this hitman character yeah i actually i don't know if you caught me saying it to you um because we were both pretty enthralled in the movie but at one point i was like this is like 
John Wick, but this might actually be happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was, it's, uh, it's just so good. Now I'm, that actually makes me curious about, I don't know if you know this or if you look this up, um, because I certainly didn't, but I wonder how the stunts were done just because when there's like a, a couple of very specific fighting sequences specifically that, one major fight scene yeah it's not an action movie it's it's not an action movie but it's done with i'm gonna use the word again execution that is so specific and it's it's so well done i'm like with john wick you know stuntmen directed the movie yeah. like they knew what they were doing that's why it's an amazing action film well that's not the only reason but with this movie the fighting sequences which are few and far between but when they are there are so good i'm just i it made me wonder about who the stuntmen were and like where that came from well actually what the the main person and opposite of the killer in the fight scene that we're talking about he is a stuntman his name's well, Thala Baker, okay. so it, it was a very smart casting decision. Mm-hmm. The other characters in this movie, they're kind of sprinkled in. It really is just all about Michael Fassbender's mm-hmm. killer character, unnamed, and you're just in his head the whole time. I'm kind of torn about the internal monologue personally, because on one hand, I get it, and also it, it kind of links it to its graphic novel roots of kind of mm-hmm. how the page would translate to screen with hearing that monologue in his head, but at the same time, I almost would be more compelled by the film just if it were just playing out silently, you know, with just occasional dialogue whenever he's actually talking to somebody. And because it, the the way that the Fincher captures the images and the sequencing here is so meticulous mm-hmm. that I'm just I was just wrapped up in it immediately. Yeah, and the killer character, like all the characters in this movie, you only get three names. Yeah. Well, hold on, let me. One, two, four. You get four names. Everyone else is like the killer or the... Well, I'm not going to spoil the other characters for you. But um, even without words, all of their performances, the style of the film, it's just like we both said, I don't know, I could watch it on mute. Yeah. (laughs) The whole time and just still be as captivated. Yeah, but the sound, the use of sound in the movie is great. Um, there's so good. a specific choice to use a singular artist's discography, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, it's an odd choice, but I think it works for what they're going for in the movie. Um, but the just yeah, once again, that attention to detail mm-hmm. with how the sound is used and the way the music kind of comes in and out of the sequencing from changing perspectives Mm -hmm. as well as just the score by frequent collaborators with Fincher of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Their score is just, sometimes it almost sounds like it's underwater at times. Like, Mm -hmm. and you get these kind of pulsating things, almost like a heartbeat going through it. It just, it's all just kind of builds to this kind of heart pounding tension kind of thriller that you're following this almost wordless movie, you know, I'm not saying that there are, there are definitely conversations that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, a particularly good one with Tilda Swinton in there. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And as well as Charles Parnell shows up here as well. He's been showing up in a lot of things lately, but I, he's a welcome presence every time he does. I, okay. I don't know if you thought about this, but I remember when like 
Baby Driver came out, and everyone was like, this is so good, and there's not that much conversation. Mm. That It kind of gave me, like, I could have no conversation in this movie. I feel more than Baby Driver, this movie reflects stuff like Les Samurai, which is a French film. Well, and other other <laughs> yeah, other other European films of that nature, mm-hmm. as well as like in terms of contemporary American films, I would call this most similarly to Drive, which Baby Driver and Drive are both based loosely, like inspired by The Driver, another mm-hmm. European inspired kind of film. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought of Drive also. Yeah, I just remember that being like a oh my gosh, they did this thing and it was so good. And I'm like, yeah, imagine if all of you were watching this movie in theaters. <laughs> right. I just hope it I hope it gets more recognition and like people get to view it more. Ugh, streaming has made things really weird. That's a totally different conversation. All I'm saying is this movie is so freaking good. And as somebody who doesn't like spooky ooky things, this is not that at all. It's not like a scary movie. You know, I know the title The Killer, it might be like, "Uh, what?" But it's not like that at all. It's uh, it's not even like a psychological thriller. No. It's just very meticulous, intense. This is what's happening. Even darkly funny um, mm-hmm. in both what he says in the monologue, which is where I really like the monologue, is because some of those lines in there are really great. And once again, put it as a thoroughly modern film mm-hmm. in terms of like the things he says, some of the choice words and references that he makes Mm -hmm. i feel like it's hard to talk about this movie without spoilers because i'm so excited about the details of this movie which is what david fincher is so good at doing are the details of things and i mean not that he's not good at other stuff but this movie is so specific about every detail and i'm i'm thinking of somebody who i've done some acting here and there right okay i'm not like crazy good um but i'm just thinking about an actor having to do these intense scenes over and over and over and over again until they're perfect and i'm like man what a grueling job but the product looks so amazing Mm. it's so amazing i'm like michael fassbender is fantastic it's it's definitely a movie where i could describe to you every plot point in it and you will not have gotten the story because the story is Mm -hmm. not the plot here the story is michael fassbender's character what he's thinking what he's doing and sometimes once again the kind of really darkly funny aspect of it (laughs) is the contrast between what he's thinking and what he's doing and Mm -hmm. how they don't always line up but it doesn't address that because he's not (laughs) his monologue is very singular it is a very specific type of thinking thought process but it's not like actively addressing (laughs) things in the same way that you might think it would so yeah definitely if you're at all curious about this if you like david fincher for sure definitely check this film out it's worth your time it's only two hours which you know like that's an average film length but for you know a lot of modern movies have been like going over two and a half hours so it it feels like a quick watch it's so relentlessly Mm -hmm. paced and just moves along nicely but yeah that's my general final thoughts on it anything else from you yeah so 
Um, my final thoughts are honestly pretty similar. Like, this movie is fantastic. Again, tagline, execution is everything. That is not just for plot. That is in the style of this film. David Fincher is incredible at these details. I could watch it for longer than two hours. Um, I even said after we watched it the second time, I caught a, a couple of things from the first time we watched it that in the second time it was like, oh my gosh, that was planned. That wasn't coincidence. And it was so, it's just so good. It's mm. such a good watch. And this is a great standalone film. Um, I could see others like this. Yeah, if they wanted to adapt the other volumes of the graphic novel, I'd be into it for sure. I would definitely be into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so great film, great watch. You might want to watch it twice. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Six times. <laughs> <laughs> once twice three times a lady but yeah 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 it's good but yeah that'll do it for this mini review for the killer thank you for joining us we're also on spotify and apple podcasts so if you want to check us out in audio form you can find us there also like subscribe leave a comment if you want to talk about the movie we'll respond to it as long as we feel like it's contributing to a conversation and yeah. Um, Thanks for having me. Then, yeah, of course. We'll see you at the movies.